Just a heads up, the audio on this episode is a little off. We decided after listening to our conversation editing that we were not going to re-record and just go with what we had because it was too good of a first take and we wanted it to stay as authentic and encouraging and valuable as possible. So just wanted to give you a heads up about that. Thank you for being here. We are living and learning and dealing with tech issues apparently. It's just real life. So hope you enjoy. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Her Revival Podcast. This is Lauren Leinani, and I am really excited to bring you today's episode. I had the pleasure of sitting down and chatting with Alicia, who is the owner of Arch Beauty. She is a twin mom and notorious hype woman, and we talked all things motherhood, business, balance, and a lot of things in between. so excited you are here thank you for joining me on the podcast thank you so much for having me yay I know we have talked about this here and there like over the years I'm just glad we're finally doing it I know um so I just want you to like dive in tell us give us like a little like intro people that have no idea who you are Yes. Tell us who you are and what you're about. What are you up to? I'm for, I always like start out with, I'm a mom. I don't know why we feel like we have to yeah. start with. Well, because it's a big I'm part a, of our identity. Right. Yeah. Like, but just like, it kind of like gives us that connection. Like, so I yeah. get it off the top. I'm a mom. Uh, I'm an Aquarius and um, I am a local beauty business owner in the Tacoma area and notorious hype woman, soon to be, soon to be divorce coach and hopefully podcast host as well. So I've kind of got my foot in the door of several different things right now what tell us a little bit more about your beauty business what so, sure like? so my beauty business is I do bridal makeup I'm a brow artist so uh, permanent cosmetics I'm a body sculpting specialist and educator and I also uh, I'm going to start hosting beauty classes at my studio uh, in the f- well, it is spring now in the summertime coming up here oh my gosh so, that is so funny yes. I thought of you when I was doing my makeup the other day I was like Alicia should like teach like because I I like look up YouTube videos and like how do I do this? You know, like I'm so I'm basic as fuck with my makeup and as always been. I was like I just I that like oh my, God, in my mind. Stop. Like, she should do like a little tutorial like teach it like the basic mom like make me look like a ten in like under twenty minutes. How do I do that? What products do I get? How do I apply it? So I love that you're doing <laughs> beauty classes. You're gonna be so good at that like that. Okay, so pause. Stop you right there. You're already a ten without makeup. I'm always like. <laughs> so beautiful naturally like oh my god well no I know but like it makes me feel like and that's another thing I feel like the beauty I don't know if you feel this way at all but like I feel like there's a lot of and I get this sometimes being in the fitness industry it's like you're beautiful the way you are but like what's wrong with us like doing things that make us feel even a little better you know I feel like there's such a fine line between like you know, and I talk so much about self-love. That's my background. And I yes. do love myself with my greasy ass bun on top of my head, which is a lot oh. of the time, you know, but like, I feel good when I get ready and I feel good when I take care of myself. You know what I mean? So I'm sure yes. you see a lot of that. Yeah. In your industry too. Honestly, like, I love that you brought that up because I just, I literally just had this conversation this in my head this morning about like, I know myself well enough now that if I don't just give myself that extra 30 minutes in the morning and just put myself together, that is the difference between me having like a productive on it type of day versus me like battling negative thoughts and like Uh having some self-worth conflict in my, you know, the conflict narrative in my mind. So just like 
just pouring into myself just for that small window of time in the morning yeah. and just like getting ready. Yes, I'm in my sweatpants right now, but like yeah. I feel good. And so yeah. I feel like that just projects out into the rest of my day. Yeah. And it like sets, it's, it's like an energy thing too. It's like, yeah. it sets the tone. It's like, this is who I'm going to be today, you know? Yeah, and like, absolutely. sometimes I half-ass it and it's a lot of dry shampoo and, but like, if I can at least get some foundation and like mascara on, like it really does something. Like it the really, rest really of the does. world. Yeah. The yeah. rest of the world doesn't need to know I haven't showered in three days. Exactly. <laughs> like total mom life right there. It's that's totally that's, fine. That's my omission of the day. No, I love that you said that. So is that part of how, like, what got you into the beauty industry? I mean, is that something that you knew you always wanted to do? Or was there something that kind of sparked that for you? That's a great question. And honestly, I've always been a creative. I've always been, like, in my own little world doodling on everything. But makeup for me really started when my boys were born. Um, I know you kind of know my background. But for those that don't, my boys were born very prematurely. We're talking like almost eight weeks early. And when they came home from the NICU, I was a stay-at-home mom and basically to pass the time of my boys sleeping all day while they still grew into their little bodies, I would sit in my bathroom in my sink and watch Jaclyn Hill and beauty tutorials and just oh, really like that. fine-tuned my my love for makeup. And then that came with, you know, all the target trips of buying different types of makeup. And one day my um, sister, she was like, you should go to school for this. And I'm like, I'm a nursing school dropout. Like I don't do school. I'm not going back to college. Like no yeah, way. Like, I don't want to be a cosmetologist. Like, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but then I did like think about it and lean into it a little bit. And intuitively I thought, I know that I need something to like kind of curb that creative desire that I always had. So I looked into beauty school and there were makeup programs and I made the declaration, I'm going to be a makeup artist. I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. And I did it. I went to school um, during the summer. Uh, it was a lot of commuting and a lot of commitment. And I made the call that I was going to do that. I got hired at Mac right away, which helped further my progression. Like I progressed really fast. I then started yeah. to like intern, I air quote, cause you can't, they can't see us, but I interned with other well-known artists for a summer. And I was like, I'm going to do this on my own. I got this. I, I just, I went, so I went and the universe paved that way for me. And then right. makeup spiraled into uh, permanent makeup, which then opened the door to body sculpting then further open the door into educating with it so it's just been like this wild yeah. ride of opportunity for the yeah, last couple sorry. of years no no it's okay um yeah I that reminded me of what you when you said like you were like I can't go to beauty school I can't you know go chase this passion because I'm a mom and that kind of like ties mm -hmm. me into what we were talking about about balancing like who you are and what you want and what lights you up with being a really good mom and I know yes. you went through your season of being a solo mom and that's what, that's the season I'm in. And I feel like even more so, and not everyone's going to relate to this, but um, when you are a solo mom and you are like, you know, you, you know, you have to provide, you know, you have to be responsible. You have the weight of that on you all the time. Um, and, but you also, you know, have all these other things. You have a home to keep, you have kids to raise and homework and well, it's so much. Right. And I think that. <laughs> It's so. Much. I'm like, are these strawberries thing. organic yeah. or are they yeah. part of the recall? Like, can we eat these strawberries? Oh my god, I saw that too. I was like, okay, have we bought Costco strawberries? I know. In the last month, are we going to get hepatitis A? I know. 
but these are the things like it doesn't stop for us and I don't know just real quick while you brought that up have you heard that new song uh the labor song um no it's basically okay I'll send it to you you don't have to include this in the podcast if you don't want to but yeah um it's a song about women like the feminine rage and how we are expected to wear all of these hats and we just have all these labels and roles and it's like what about us and it's been so generational that that, like finally you know even we're still suffering from that but like now our kids and our kids' kids they're going to come out of this like we're angry we're tired of being the ones to juggle all these hats alone oh my gosh I have chills I need to hear that song yeah I'll send it to you so good Um, yes absolutely like being a mom solo mom mom on top of that and Um, really giving yourself permission to go after your dreams and passions and while balancing that heavy, very real responsibility of being the main person in these kids' lives. So, yeah, and I feel like, and I'm sure I know you felt this way because we've talked about it, but it can be really real having that, you know, mom guilt. I mean, we have mom guilt all the time, for, all the time in a normal scenario, right? But when you are a solo mom or you're the main provider and you want to go after your your dreams and you want to, you know, like you said, it was a lot of sacrifice and time going to school. I mean, I'm sure the boys were like wet babies and you were going to school in the summer and like being yes. away from them, you know, and that sucks and it's mm-hmm. hard, but you know that it's worth it because you're worth it. I think that's what so many moms need to hear. Um, and I talk about this with just taking care of yourself, just the very mm-hmm. basic needs. We struggle to do that without feeling guilty. And it's so, oh, yeah. up. and I hate it. I get so fired up about this because it's like, we really have been conditioned to feel bad about putting our kids on tablets so we can go take a shower or do our hair. I mean, that's so, yeah, that's just not okay. You know? And so I really love that you brought that up because I think it's so important that we try to reframe that and we're intentional about like, it's okay if I take this time for myself, it's okay if I you know, go do these things. And maybe some people will say we're selfish or whatever, you know, but that doesn't matter. Like you have to drown that out and know that you're doing what's best for you. Because when you are at your best, like as a mom, that's Mm -hmm. pours into them. Like that is, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? 100 times. Yes. And just touching on that really quick. I'm so happy that you're, I love that you're so passionate about that. Cause I feel like you and I are on such the same page when it comes to that. I feel that like our parents, generation they didn't do that because they were made to feel so guilty and we then got a different type of parent Uh and now we're correcting that in our own relationships and so like it was really important for me like I want my children to see that taking care of themselves first is such a priority because god forbid they get into a relationship down the line Uh where they're putting everybody else first and their needs are neglected so it really like has such a trickle effect when you start with you Totally. And I was just sharing and it's it's like this for my boy too, because I have a boy and a girl and yes, with the boy, it's like, I want him to see, um, I want him to have that balance of like, like he's definitely in the kitchen, like unloading the dishwasher, helping with the home because yes. he will be a man that does that. Right. He will not expect, he will not see the woman in his life doing everything for everyone. Like he's got responsibilities. I'm like, you're almost 11. You can unload the dishwasher and do yeah. your laundry and you know what I mean? And like, oh my gosh, I want yes. him to see that as the normal. Um, And then for my girl, like, oh, I just like, I get so I just did a reel about this recently about like, who I am being is setting the tone for who she's going to feel like she is or how she loves herself, you know, it's so powerful when you think about it that way. And it's so 
motivating because I had some conversations with some moms after that that were like, oh, this makes me feel bad. This that made me feel bad. I'm not taking care of myself. And it's like, don't feel bad because one, you need to have like part of that, that whole situation is giving yourself grace and compassion and like Mm -hmm. understanding that you're learning new things and unlearning so much. Right. So it's like grace and compassion. I want her to have that for herself too. So it's all those things that we're like, and we're, we really are, our generation is reframing. I mean, it's going to be different Everything. from now mm-hmm. on. Like millennials are really like, we're fucking doing the work. I, and and I, lo- I love, I love, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Dude, I know. It's so yeah. much, you know, it's a lot, but we are, we're, it's so, it's such important work, you know, for our kids. And um, yeah, I mean, I could just go on for hours. About so, that, I know. I really, feel like we could have huge. a whole other podcast episode of like how really, to do that, really that work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It um, is. It's important. Yeah. So just like spinning off of that, how I have a little blurb on here asking you about like your spiritual journey and healing and how that has shaped who you are, like as a person and as a mom, whichever is, you know, more relevant. I would love to hear a little bit more about because I know you've gone, you went through your awakening. It was like, oh, right, yeah. I think it was right before we met each other or right when we didn't meet each so other. So I like know I was blossoming. trying to remember I, cause you and yeah. I had been social media girlfriends for a while, yeah, for but sure. I think what yeah. really like pulled us together was like, oh my God, we're going through this at the same time. And so you and I really connected on that spirituality and healing and how that plays into my role as a mom. I'm the mom I needed when I was, when I was little. Yeah. And that's my job to, it's not my kid's job to, to heal or to validate my emotions or to regulate my emotions. That is all me and how I show up is shaping how they're emotionally going to show up in the, in the, in the real world. And how we were just talking about, we're raising these future children, like we're raising someone's future husband with our boys. And so it's important for me that I heal my stuff so that they don't have to spend their adulthood healing their stuff. Yeah. No, it's so true. It's like, and I have moments where it's, it's, and it's all, all about what I've really realized, like such an important part of all of this is the just having the awareness like as soon as I was aware of like how my energy and my mood was affecting my kids you know you can be just completely oblivious and go god my kids are acting up today like they're climbing up the walls they're throwing fits it's like but when you are aware of how of how you are playing a role in that it's like they're not bad kids no they're feeding off your energy right and it's like yeah as soon as you're aware of that, it's so, it's just, everything opens up to like, okay, I am in control. I have so much power mm-hmm. over my home and the energy in my home and how yes. I show up for my kids and all those things. Right. And I still have my moments. Like I'm not oh, girl. Christian saying I'm a perfect No, mom. we, we are healing. Wrong. We're yeah. not healed. We're yeah, healing, we, not healed. It's a process. And yes. I still have like, oh my God, everybody just like, you know, the noise, <clears throat> the like stimulation. I get so overstimulated. Oh, yes. You know? Yeah. We, and it's, the yeah, overstimulation is what sends me off the edge it's sometimes. So triggering. It's and so triggering. I I think part of first of all, I love the self awareness, and I'll, I don't mean to interrupt you, but um, being having that self awareness, I'm so grateful for it every day because I spent the first 30 years of my life really not having any self awareness, yeah. and so that has been such a blessing. Um, but when it comes to the kids, I don't make myself feel guilty anymore for popping off as I like to joke around and say, or being triggered. But what's important for my children is when I do have those moments of reaction that I separate myself and I gather my thoughts 
you know, in, in a, in a calm way. And then I go talk to my kids about it. I tell my children, this is why mom is upset. This is why mom got frustrated. You know, maybe I haven't eaten today. Maybe I haven't had enough water. Like it's important that they understand it's not you that I'm losing my shit on. (laughs) Yeah. This is my responsibility and it's my responsibility to fix it too. So lots of open communication about that when it comes to my children. Yeah. And I feel like that's where it's like, when you have that awareness, it's like, when we know better, we can do better. And that's a a moment by moment thing. That's something where it's not just like, I wake up. I mean, there was a season in my life where I was in it with my kids. I think it was during the lockdown. I was homeschooling, trying to make, you know, do my business, right? Like you, you, there was so much. and that (laughs) We were all unwell. I think I'm black. It's such a blur. I don't know. A trauma, it like it's just, it I don't know. But I do remember like there was a season of time, I think it was during the summer or something. And I was like, I'd get up in the morning and before I'd even get out of bed, I was just like, I take a deep breath and like, I can hear them downstairs stirring. It's like, I know what my, as soon as my feet hit the floor, it's like, but it's like go time. Like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, you think of all the things you have to do in the day and all of the fires you're going to put out and it just this so much. And I would just literally take a second and take a deep breath and just like set the intention. Like, please like, let's make today a good day. Like yes. get your shit together. Like be your, be grateful and gratitude. Like that's been mm-hmm. so huge in my motherhood journey. Like when I started meditating and this is like taking it way back to like, I don't know, Georgia was like a baby. That's kind of right. When my spiritual awakening started, but when I started meditating, I would do these like five minute meditations that were just gratitude. And I would put on this like really inspiring music or there was a guided one, I think that would just say like, it was so simple. It was like, think of the people that you love or like, think of the most important people of your life. Think of like happy moments with them. Like it was such a simple little shift for me. And all I could think about was my kids, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and like, it just, it brings up such emotion. That's like, how can you, when you come from that place, it's like really impossible to act like everything's falling apart because my life was falling apart okay I was grieving I was a newly single mom like I had so much to worry about you know but they really keep things in perspective it's like such a motivator I can't think of a better motivator to just be your best self and love life and like your babies you know it's I I oh I'm just it, no, you're absolutely right. I, there's a quote. I don't, I'm going to butcher this. I don't even know who said it. Probably Joe Dispenza or somebody who knows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically it says like, you can't be sad or envious or resentful when you're in a, when you're in an energy of vibration of gratitude. Yeah. So those two can't exist at the same time. And it's like, Oh my gosh, that's so true. Because same with you. Like I would, I would almost dread getting up in the morning when I was, yeah. 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 When, Mm -hmm. when we were by ourselves, you know, when I I had Uh a big girl job to support my kids and I'm like, all I do is work and clean and feed these kids. Like I don't want to get up today. And just shifting that narrative, like I get to get up today. I get to yeah. go to work. I get to make money. I get to spend all this time with my kids. Some people don't have that. It's always checking myself every day. Like yeah. you see the news, bad stuff happens to kids all the time. And like, uh-huh. I would just be devastated if that happened on a day where I was like, these kids are driving me crazy, you know? Right. So yeah. it's just always checking in with yourself and just kind of bringing it back to heart center and just I'm so grateful for these two weirdos. Like I love yeah. them so much. It's <laughs> well, crazy and I don't they make know me. what I would do. I mean, you there's something you said to me when you were over at my house once. You were like, you said something about being codependent with your kids or, yeah. or so, it was something and I was like, oh my God. And that flipped my that I have thought about that multiple times since you said that oh because gosh. I had never 
really looked at it that way, but they really, I leaned on them and they don't know this. They probably never will, right? It's not like something where I'm like, oh, I need you. I'm so sad. It's more just like, you guys are like my light. Like you are getting me through this this yeah. dark tunnel that feels really long. And like, oh, I really, they were my comfort and my security and my like purpose just as much as we are to them. Right. You know, it's like, it's a, it's, we, it's, it goes both ways, you know? And I don't think mm-hmm. that when we really sit and think about that, it's like, that is, it's, they really did get me through. Like, I don't know what I would have done. Um, I, if I had gone I honestly, through all of that without them, right? You know, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. If I think about it too long, I get, get really it. upset and like emotional. <laughs> I'm like, what would I have done without my them? Babies, I yeah, know. I know. Oh my so gosh, true. that's that's why I love your heart so much. You just oh, you get thanks. it, and yeah, they're they're yeah. insane, but. They are, they're crazy. I know (laughs) for sure. Okay, so just going into like hard seasons. um, Yes, let's talk about hard seasons. Yeah, what was your like, what was something really big and hard that you went through? Um, And like, how did it shape you? What, what, how did that tie into who you are now and what you're doing and all of that stuff? Oh my gosh, that is such a big, important question. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I had the biggest fear of getting divorced, right? Like I was, I was with my, um, my husband for a very, very long time, a good chunk of my life. And my biggest fear in that whole entire time frame was I'm going to get left. So when that happened and I found myself going through a divorce during COVID, which that is just not fair. People, (laughs) no one should have to do that. Um, that was the, that was the biggest thing I've ever gone through in my life. And my divorce really, aggressively catapulted me into my spiritual awakening and if if you've gone through that if you're in it um it's it's not easy and all you can do is literally just take it minute by minute um but really finding like the things that helped me get from the, that minute to the next minute so there was a lot of journaling there was a lot of youtube videos and like it's going to be okay breath work meditation all those things um that that in itself was a huge journey. And then deciding that I can't ever go back to that life that I had, that kind of catapulted me into like my entrepreneur journey and being my own boss and doing this. I'm the first person in my family to do this. And I was also like the first person to get divorced. And so I'm like navigating all these firsts. So I feel like a pioneer woman in some sense. But um, we're still working on it. We're still learning. Yeah. We're still growing every day. Yeah. So I would say that has probably been the biggest thing is taking that divorce and turning it into something super positive. Your mess is your message. And yeah. I feel like I'm really living in that truth. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Me too. I, I feel like I remember going through after you get past the initial just like crying all the time, needing oh, to talk to your girlfriends God. all the time, sad bitch playlists, you oh, know, get through that. And Lord okay, I have, it's like a fork. It's like, I'm going to stay here mm-hmm. and it's going to suck. And I hate it here in yeah. this space, or I'm going to start to feel better. And that didn't, for me, that didn't look like therapy. I took way too long to put my ass in therapy. I should have done that so a long did time I. ago, but it's so, been did I. so life-changing. Um, but for me, it was like, I took all of that energy and that sadness and that just like focus of my heartbreak and on my ex and all of that and our family falling apart like that was a lot it's a lot to grieve and process and it's a lot to grieve and process by yourself exactly when when you don't have I think you and I were similar and we were both like the first 
than our friend yeah. groups to go yeah. through it. And that's yeah. like why I'm so grateful for you. Cause I felt like you yeah. and I really leaned on each other a lot. Yeah. It was but huge. when you're the first person, you're like, what the fuck am I, can I swear? Yeah. Yes. You're yes. like, when you're going through that, you're like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I literally don't know what the next move is. So exactly. Yeah. And it can feel really isolating because you all of a sudden don't have, you do. I mean, my girlfriends, and I will say this very clearly because they were there for me, but it was a, it was a me thing. It was like, you guys are married. You have your families. You're doing these couple things. And I felt I was, I isolated myself from that because it was painful at first. It's hurtful. It was hard. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. feel like the black sheep. Um, you did something you wrong know, or you're an Or like it. you're, yeah, you're like, and there's such a stigma around single moms. Oh, I think yes. it's getting better. And that's why I say solo mom, because when you say single mom, it's like insinuating that you're better as a, as a couple. Like if you're less of a mother when you're not married or you're less of a mother when you're not you know, sharing life with somebody. And so I've, I started switching that to solo and that's just felt better. And it's, I love that you say solo. And that's another thing that like women, we are conditioned to feel like those things make us less, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, she has an ex-husband. Like how many ex-husbands does she have? You know, know. like men don't think that way. Men don't have to worry about saying I'm a single dad. Like that people are like, wow, good. They they almost applaud it. They applaud, they applaud it, but heaven forbid you, you need, you know, not knocking on anybody, but like, heaven forbid you need some kind of assistance and you say, yeah. I'm a single mom and it's, uh-huh. oh, well, you're, you're all these names. And it's like, exactly. But, but I'm trying to take care of my kids. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> it's so huge. Yeah. And I think like really coming from making sure that I was empowering myself as much as I could and not letting myself spiral into that, like, oh, I'm just another freaking statistic, like broken family. Well, you know, like you, so easy to like feel that guilt and shame, so much shame around what you could and couldn't do and whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and it is what it is. When you come to that place of acceptance and you, I decided like, I'm gonna, if if this is my story, this is what's happening. It's not going away. Then I'm going to make the most out of it. And I'm going to put all that energy and focus back into myself. And that was really what I did. And I think like, it's, I wouldn't do anything differently. I think like, you know, any, any season like that, any hard thing, you know, we look back and it's like, we've learned and grown so much even since then, you know, and for me, it was just a few years ago, but it's like, I wouldn't do anything differently, but I would say that like, um, I have really needed to put that focus and energy on myself. And I feel like I really overdid that a little bit, Mm -hmm. like finding that balance. I know we talked about bringing balance into this conversation and it ties into everything, but finding balance between like healing and really like, cause facing those feelings and your trauma, just in any capacity is fucking scary. Like you're like, you know, there's a reason your subconscious is like, doesn't think about things, right? Like, and then your ego's like, we're not going there. We're going to keep moving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keep moving, keep moving, keep (laughs) moving. And I did that for like a year, at least a year. I just poured myself into my business. I distracted myself. I went hard and on my workouts, I was like, if I can't control this thing, my marriage, my grief, whatever, then I'm going to control what I can. And so I dug into that and it was, it served its purpose, but I do know now looking back, it's like, I had to make up for that. You know, eventually I had to, eventually I had to feel everything I was stuffing and it exploded. And it yeah. looked like me having to step back from my business. It looked like me having to really face, you know, we, we just sold our house just recently. So that was another brought up a lot of things. So it's like, if you are going through something like that to find that balance and just be aware, it comes back to the awareness, be aware of how much you're like, are you distracting or are you mm-hmm. 
you know, it's like finding that balance between do your healing work, feel your feelings. And then when you feel like it, you know, because every day is different on the days where you feel like I'm a bad bitch today, go be yes. a bad bitch. Lean you into know? that girl. Go do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use that energy to your advantage because you deserve to feel good too. You know, you can't stay in that sorrow for like ever, no. you know, it's that I, fine line. Yeah. I like to call those, um, I like to call those spiritual safaris uh, yeah, because it's like <laughs> you're on this sabbatical where you're like, I, for me anyways, I, I isolate and you can kind of tell when I go into them because I like disappear off social media. I don't uh-huh. really like, I'm not like really present. Um, it's because I'm just literally sleeping and just journaling. That's all we're, yeah. that's all we can do to get by. Um, yeah. But I like that you, you brought up balance. Um you know, we're both entrepreneurs. We're both on, we have a social media presence and I feel like social media is a pandemic in itself. There's so much toxicity and hustle culture. Um, but I found that what was going on with me is I was getting really, um, filled, I was uh, feeling really guilty for wanting a day off and leaning into that. And like, I deserve a day off. I am uh-huh. deserving of this. I have to lean in. I have to listen to my body. I have to trust my gut. I need rest and not feeling guilty for not getting out there, getting money, booking clients, working on my website, building my business more. Like you have to honor yourself in that, in all of this and set boundaries with yourself yeah. <laughs> and, so and really yeah. And otherwise yeah. you, the burnout is real. You know, after that conference you and I attended in January, I was like, Oh my God, I, I'm not honoring myself. I don't have boundaries with myself. And if I don't have boundaries with myself, how can I expect to have boundaries in the rest of my life? Yeah, it's so true. And I think that having, there's this real, like I had, I went through a season of that where there's almost like this fear that you're going to fall behind or that you're not keeping up and that you're not doing enough. There's not enough for you. It's like, if I pause, then I'm going to lose Yes, money, clients, uh, real views, all this stupid shit. That's like, but it's it's when you shift out of that, and you're like, there's more than enough, and that's abundance. It's everywhere, all the time. And when you're coming from this like clinging energy, it's lack. Yeah, it it doesn't work. It's like Mm -hmm. you know, and I think I'm. I was having this conversation with a friend recently where I'm super ambitious. I love, I want to go get what I you know my dreams. I'm like I have big dreams and goals for myself and my family. But that's the I Virgo in you. You're yeah, such a go getter. So much Virgo <laughs> love in that. my chart. Um, when you are stressed and you're coming from this place of like, oh, I'm not going to make this work. It's not going to work. I need to show up more and more and more. It's like, that's such a draining, like, and it does, it leads to burnout. And I've totally been there. And I started slow. Like I would just like take Sunday off from social media and yes. then like it would turn into the whole weekend. And now sometimes there's weekdays where I'm like, today's too busy. I don't. And even if I do get on, if I even if I force myself to get on and say something right now, it wouldn't feel authentic. I'm just I'm just doing it because I think I have to, and that doesn't oh feel gosh. good. Nobody wants to no, do that, you know. I I completely like there will be days when I'm just like I need to post on social media because Instagram will punish me if I don't. Yeah. And it's like, but what am I bringing to the table right now? Is exactly. what I'm going to post offering any kind of help? Yeah. yeah. When I'm in a creative zone. I'm, my human design is manifester, so our whole like we are wired. Oh my god, you. same. I'm I'm a manifesting generator. Okay. So like the whole manifestors are like, we live off of bursts of creativity and then we go into these like deep seasons of rest. And once I dug into my human design, I was just like, I thought something was wrong with me. I was in hustle culture. I was working with people that were, didn't operate the way that I did. And it Mm -hmm. was so hard um, because I just felt like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I, why do I feel uninspired? 
once a week every month like or whatever like I would just go into these seasons where it's like nah I don't really it felt really forced and so the more that we can understand ourselves and you know and that's part of the reason why I dug into spirituality astrology human design like oh, Enneagram yeah. all those things the more that you can what en- what Enneagram are you I'm a three you're a three. Okay. Yeah. I always forget. Three, I, I always ask three, you, two. I'm like, what is she? Can no, yes. okay. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a six. You are? <laughs> so I worry about everything. <laughs> Girl. Yes. I'm not a six and insane. <laughs> six and anxiously attached. <laughs> oh, attachment styles. That's oh, gosh. Really, the more you can learn about yourself. I think mm-hmm. that that is so powerful and it's empowering because it teaches you who you are and where you're you know where you struggle and why Mm -hmm. and it's just like I obsess over that stuff I just think it's so fascinating and it's so helpful in all areas of my life um and motherhood too you know like Mm -hmm. it's just such a it's such a powerful tool so if you are listening and you have not dug into any of those things human design or astrology get a birth chart reading like whatever you need to do so much more than your sun sign you know it's like there's so much you can deep dive into that and you're like oh my god this is why I'm so fucking emotional when people like confront me and like you you know it's just like you understand these parts of yourself and it's so healing you know yes absolutely no I completely agree I I feel like if there's one like little thing that I did differently going through all this is I started reading so much more like I was a like reality tv show junkie and I'm like enough I switched Uh it for books and yeah oh my gosh no I know (laughs) oh my gosh what you're what you are consuming will Mm -hmm. shape your reality it'll shape the lens through which you see everything you know oh, and I yeah. still love some trash like I'll like on Saturday night oh. by myself I'll turn on the Kardashians or whatever I'm not saying you have to like live and breathe this like holy no. life but no but yeah. like what you know like what you're doing you know that really got me through it was like that positive content I just consumed it. I think that's why I became so passionate about personal development and helping others because mm-hmm. that's what got me through you know it's like it really is powerful um I think the more that we can like absorb that and lean on that the better I, I 100% agree. I think that mindset transformation is really the secret to success. Um, yeah. I, so, you know, you always hear you can do it if you put your mind to it, yada, yada, yada. But like, mm-hmm. I've, I've kind of gone off the deep end in studying that lately this year and really like learning how our brains operate and your thoughts create your worlds. I, you can't yep. convince me otherwise. And yep. if you can imagine something in your mind, you can absolutely obtain it. Uh, yeah. But it comes down to the things that you're consuming, the thoughts, the music, the people you're surrounding yourself with. I have loved everything we talked about. I feel like we could probably do another five episodes with everything that we have. I love talking to you. I feel like we could just, I love just like, especially when we were just chilling on your couch, the kids were at school. I I could sit here for hours with you. Those connections are so like, I'm so grateful for you and the women in my life that are just on the same wavelength. I think that it's really easy to feel like, you know, you're alone in things and no matter what you're going through or whatever. And I think that when I started like growing and evolving, I, just like was really calling in I would just like pray about finding women that just got me understood where I was and could meet me at the level that I was at you know when you start finding that I think that it's really so huge um it is yeah I'm just really I'm really grateful um so the last thing I want to say (laughs) to close out with just like like what's something you wish you knew what would you go back and tell if you were sitting in front of Alicia during her darkest season like what would you say to her uh, what would you say to first her? thing I, the first thing I would say to her is don't sell your house um <laughs> don't go keep that real estate <laughs> um 
<laughs> no, I I really I love this question. It would be to like loosen your grip. Don't don't feel like you have to have so much control over what's happening right now. Because five years ago, I was I was like in the very beginning of my um of divorce separation, and this was yeah. even before my plunge into spirituality. But I would say if if things are falling apart, let them burn because this life that I have today wouldn't exist had I held on so tight to that old life of mine. And it's such a beautiful life that I'm in now with amazing people and my career and all these opportunities that wouldn't exist had I clung on to what I thought I wanted. Uh, oh, it makes me like get emotional. Oh, so good. I got <laughs> but um, the life on the other side of, of, of this, I would sit and look her in the eyes and I would just say, put your hand on your heart. The life on the other side of this is going to be far more beautiful than anything you could ever imagine. And just yeah. uh, to lean in and trust that you're divinely yeah. guided. Yeah. And you are so capable. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like when I think of that question, it's like, I always go back to like, you can do so much more than you think you can. I know Absolutely. in this moment you feel so weak and you feel victimized or whatever like why is this happening to me you know you have these feelings of like what am I going to do can mm-hmm. I do this and it's like you can you absolutely fucking and you can. will you wouldn't and, yeah. yeah and you do and you Look, do and you and do it, it so yeah much better it. yeah mm-hmm. it gets so much better oh I love that so much I, I also think one little one last one is find your community like you just yeah. said um I lost a lot of friends in my divorce and a lot of family. And it was just very isolating, very alone, like just such an alone feeling. And I have this community of girlfriends, you included. And it's just like, these people truly want nothing but the best for me. The support they give is sometimes I feel I don't deserve the support that I get. And it's just it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That <laughs> I, we're working, yeah, I we're working on people when they say, I don't know why I didn't deserve this. I'm like, we're, you deserve we are, it. <laughs> We're worthy of it. That's right. See, your mindset matters. (laughs) Wildly worthy. That is my favorite. I love that. Wildly worthy. Thank you so much for listening in. If you found this episode valuable or it resonated with you at all, please feel free to share with a friend. Put it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Lauren Leinani or just simply leave a review or a rating here. This podcast would not be here without you guys. So I genuinely appreciate all of those things.